Yo, what is up, guys? It is actually Monday night, December 7th. It was just right after the Redskins and Steelers game, so we had to talk about that. But we, yes. we just had to let you know, uh, last week we had a little technical difficulty. <laughs> and um, our audio file messed up, so we missed last week. But we're going to come back right here and give you the show right now. All right, so we all have to talk about, as I said, we got this Ray up Washington football team and the um, Steelers game just ended. And that shit was so wild. I'm going to let the uh, Redskins fans awesome talk about Take that. Take it away, thing. Garrett. Yeah. Awesome game. You know, thank you, Andrew and Dino, for the excellent introduction. All week long, I was saying that I was telling people, you know, I can't wait for Monday. I can't wait for Monday night. You know, I feel like we had something to prove out there. We had a statement to make, and we made the statement. We played a great game. Can't say enough about our defense all around. Just excellent performance. Running game never got going, but neither did theirs. So it was it was awesome to see. It was great to see. And so so you're saying oh, – I'm sorry. Are you done? All right, you were saying you, you called that game? You expected that? I'm – did I not call that game? I said before the game, I said, I have a feeling about it. Like, I should have bet. We were talking about it last we night earlier. You would have you made some I, money. I had That's for sure. Yeah. What were the um, – what was the ratio on that bet? Did you guys end up we looking it know. up or no? No, we didn't know. Oh, okay. We were just talking about it. But I was saying as a betting man, I want to bet it. The rate of red uh, – I'm always going to say it. I'm always going to say it. But the That's racist, football bro. Team, you know, the Washington football team – I would have been on, and just like after like the course of like the past couple of weeks of the NBA, uh, not, dude, the NFL, <laughs> the NFL, and like with the crazy things they're going like like that's going on with like you know um, the Eagles game especially, and then we got the what is it what else the, um, Nick Chubb, and just like so so many other crazy things that have just been taking place. So I'm just not surprised that the uh, the uh, uh, Steelers and um, Washington football team just ended up, but yeah, having the outcome they had. But we can really talk about like Alex Smith though. Hey, and I also want to introduce to uh, Cam Two. Hey Cam Two, what's up? But uh, <laughs> I just want to talk about um, Alex Smith, man. Definitely should be the comeback player of the year. He really just went um, after like so many adversities. I feel like he really came back. And, like, he's always been that dude. So, it's nice to, like, even through, like, yeah, some crazy injuries like that, he really came back and, and made a statement. Yeah, the Alex Smith story is really, really pretty epic. It's, it's great to see. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know if he was going to be back on the field for, you know, Washington. But, I mean, it's clear that we're going to play him unless he dies because, yeah, he got – he took some hits tonight. He was bleeding from the leg. It was – you know, it was a little scary, but he – nothing major. He was he was tough about it. Taped it up, went right back out there, and it's down. NFL yeah, players are gladiators. They don't <laughs> they don't quit over it or something like that, you know. Yeah, At least the good that. ones don't. I mean, what about Dustin Hopkins, man? Back-to-back -back 45ers. Dude, clutch. Yeah, very clutch. Our kicking has been great. I, I trust Dustin Hopkins. I mean, he's missed some this year, but I trust him. He's he's been good for us. So, and our punting, our special teams, excellent. All around, defense, special teams, offense is you know doing their thing, especially in the second half. Love to see it. Absolutely. 
Yeah, man, dude. That was a good game. That was a good game. So, yeah, what, what's going on right now? I think the Bills – who else is playing? I don't even know. Um, the Bills are Bills playing the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be a good game. I got that I think game Jimmy on right Grand, now. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's back. So, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, Josh Allen. I think he's 14, a beast. Low key, 14 to so. 7. Uh, about to be the end of the second. Hell, yeah, man. Bills leading. Yeah, I, yeah. Definitely, yeah. The Bills making that playoff run. So, I, I – I can see him making the momentum getting there. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, excited to see. Bills Mafia would go fucking crazy yeah. if they win the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, dude. They've got a good fan base. As I'm saying, the amount of a fucking broken Hopefully. table that's going to happen. So, that should be wild. Yeah. <laughs> going to be a riot. Oh, yeah, dude. COVID, COVID friends. It. Yeah, it's going to be going to be like that. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, let's, let's dive off to basketball, right? Um, not a really busy week for basketball. Uh, but I know that Kawhi did an interview yesterday. He, uh, yesterday, he uh, looked pretty like a fun guy. You know, definitely not <laughs> like a robot anymore. You have the dreads now. So Kawhi yeah. is a fun guy. That's just that's an undeniable fact. That guy's fun. I look at him and it's just like I can't help but start having fun like right on the spot. Yeah, smile to my face right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Kawhi in the interview, he said that um, the, the Clippers and, well, especially, like, Kawhi and Paul George are going to turn this around from the last, like, playoffs thing. And, then you know, this season is going to be different. So I just want to ask you all, what do you all think the Clippers this season? Clippers, um, they picked up Serge Ibaka, too. I mean, it's a formidable team, for sure. It's got the names. It's got the talent. Um, will they be able to surpass all the other super teams out there? I mean, you're talking championship, or are you talking playoffs? I think playoffs is a guarantee, but I don't – you know, all the way. That's, that's really hard to say with all the other, I mean, amazing talent there is right now. Yeah, I'd say uh, I agree with you for the most part. I think, like, if we're talking – we are talking championship, obviously. I think uh, the the Clippers are definitely going to make the playoffs with the roster they have. I think they'll have a similar season to the season they had last season. Um, I, but I don't see them as a legitimate contender. I don't think uh, – you know, I'm sure Paul George and Kawhi Leonard said stuff like that before the, this season as well. Um, I mean, there was a lot more hype for the Clippers organization before the season. And, I honestly had picked them as like one of my favorites to win at all. So we'll see what happens, you know, but I don't think they've really gotten any better last season. So I don't think they have any more of a chance of winning titles. Yeah, yeah in terms season. of like talent, I really don't think they would want, like are better. But like with the addition of Sergi Baca, I think that like that's a key kind of, like chemistry, like team chemistry, like um addition to um the yeah. to the roster, honestly, because you know why Kawhi and Serge are like best friends, man. Like you want to see Kawhi happy, I think, because look, I think Kawhi is definitely the key piece to the Clippers like championship run or like any kind of playoff run or anything. Like, because Kawhi is literally, I think, top three um, in the NBA right now, right? Probably behind. Uh, I have to give. Uh, I have to give it to you know Giannis, obviously, and then Kevin Durant. Sorry, LeBron. 
but I think Kevin Durant's up there. Even though he missed last season, I think he's up there. But, um, yeah, no, I definitely think that Kawhi is a very versatile two-way player. He's a difference maker, right? So I think bringing on with Sergi Baca, keeping him happy, keeping him elevated, motivated to, you know, to actually play, is going to be a big – it's a big move. So I think – I think Kawhi, he was definitely pissed off and then, you know, asked to, like, the league to sign somebody and, like, you know, and he signed his best friend. Yeah. So. I think it's a great addition. I totally agree with you because, you know, that if, if there's one thing that team really lacked, I think, last season, I think it was the chemistry. I think that they definitely, like, have some improvement to make there. But, I mean, if they if they feel confident they, this season, maybe during the offseason they figured something out. They got Serge Ibaka. I mean, Kawhi and Serge, good old buddies. So, you know, once they get Paul George in the mix with him as well, um, I, I think it's uh, – yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch for sure. Yeah, I think – I agree. I think that Kawhi is definitely a difference maker. So – and we saw what he did in Toronto. I mean, that was a great – an excellent storyline through the postseason yeah, no winning that championship. I mean, um, it was awesome to watch. And, I, you know, I haven't lost faith in Kawhi, but um, – uh, I might have lost some faith in Paul George and the rest of the guys. Uh, but Serge Ibaka is a great piece. Serge Ibaka, uh, been a fan for years, had him on several fantasy teams, uh, good player. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens for sure. The Western yes, Conference is going to be very competitive as always. More competitive than last year, probably. Yeah, man. Speaking of fantasy, why don't we just talk a little bit about fantasy, man? Because we're big, big fantasy basketball players. I'm just letting you all know. We love it. We play it every single year. So, I mean, like, if there's any listeners that love, you know, or, you know, haven't even played fantasy basketball, definitely give it a try. But if you love it, you know, tune in right now because, you know, we're going to talk about top picks for fantasy basketball. All right. I'll give you one pick. I think that's going to be a huge – all right. And as we're talking for fantasy basketball, we're talking about a nine-stat category. All right. We're doing points. We don't do head-to-head. Head. Head-to-head. Yeah. We don't do head-to-head category, not points. That shit is lame. Can still provide some insight on points leagues, but category leagues are more competitive. That's where you want to go. So uh, I'm going to start off. I think a good pick is going to be LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> really? But I'm saying yeah, that's, as, that's if, if for one of your top picks – I go with LeBron James. Uh, he does everything. That's right? a guarantee. Yeah, At least the whole nine step. So, pick him up. Yeah. Luka Doncic. My top guys. Luka Doncic. Luka freaking Doncic, the young boy. Dude, he's – I'm putting it on right now. Like, last season, yeah, all, he's been playing phenomenal, but he's going to he's yeah. gonna be a great. Uh, he's, he's a phenomenal player. And, I mean – I don't think he's going to get picked up top five. It's very possible he might just because of the hype. But um, I think he's definitely a pick that, that should be grabbed very early along the draft. If you're in category leagues, Luka Doncic definitely has the potential to carry a team through weeks, just like what one of my top picks, Giannis. That's the same kind of logic. Giannis Tentacumbo could really carry your team through a lot of wins in, in fantasy basketball. But you definitely want to look at somebody who's uh, who you think is going to be healthy for the most games. Because if you lose a player for 10 games or 20 games, or if a player doesn't average, doesn't play many, like, every game most season, you know. I like a guy like Damian Lillard, 
Like, you know, obviously, LeBron James, just really reliable, always plays, like, 75-plus games, 80 games. Workhorses always get the stats. Even if their shooting isn't there, they'll pick it up on other ends, on other, you know, other parts of their game. It's You want somebody reliable, for sure. You don't want to have somebody out 20, 30 games. It's Absolutely. And we should, we should mention that Zion Williamson is going to be Zion. back. Zion. He's going to be back. I mean, a lot of – I mean, we didn't really get to really see him take off that much last season. No, you know? like, we were we were he all been waiting. But in the, in the sample size, we saw. Yeah, I think um, I think that's going to be a player to really watch out for as well because people are kind of like forgot about him. You know, they're thinking about the new the new draft players. They're thinking about all the all the new super teams. Those players, like, I mean, he's going to get picked top ten. I think that's almost guaranteed. But um, I don't know. I think he's going to go off. I think that's definitely a player to be on the lookout for. All right, Zion. I mean, I like that pick. All right. So, you know, let's make this kind of interesting. Let's do it. Top five. Top five fantasy picks. Roster style. So, you're talking about point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Y'all down for that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can run it. Sounds good, sounds good. So I got LeBron, my small forward. I'm definitely going to pick up – I'll probably pull up and take the Marcus Cousins as my center. Weird, I know, but, look, he's, he's been out of the league for two years. He's got himself right. Well, I mean, like, yeah, no, two years. Yeah, he has a chip off his shoulder. And when he was in the league, he was top three center. No doubt. So that's my pick for my center. Are we going position by position then? Yeah. I'll go center. I mean, you, you can do whatever you think. Um, all right. Well, my small forward would have to be, you know, Giannis Tenekumbo, even though he might play the four sometimes in real life, but he really can, can play every position. Um, so I'll take Giannis at the three. I'd have to take a guy like Andre Drummond at, at center, just reliable, even – uh, even though it was a little bit – his season got a little interrupted by the trade last season. Um, I think he'll flourish this season. He'll, he's a 20-15 and 15 type of guy, 15-15, and 15, and really stuffs those categories. Doesn't get the most defensive stats, but those are kind of hard to come by. I don't even aim for those per se. I try to get those from the utility guys. Um, yeah. And what, what, do I, here. what do I – do I get the four? Is that how we're doing it? No, no, no. Do everything. You picked Luca, right? Oh, okay. What are we doing our own five? I thought y'all were going like okay, my bad. Okay, so yeah, I would pick Luca. Um I think I would get uh Kevin Durant. Oh for Kevin Durant, okay. Yep. Um Kyrie. What why why KD though? K D? Yeah, why, why would you pick KD? I mean, I guess because he's Why wouldn't you pick KD? Yeah, I mean, we're doing top five. for a nice at cat? Yeah, I mean, KD, KD produces stats. I mean, he's a he's scoring. He scores very well, defensive. Um, I mean, KD could pretty much do it all. He's, he's a very good player. That's true, but he's sharing the ball with Kyrie. So Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think they're going to have a good chemistry 
I mean, depending on whether James Harden comes into the mix, which that'll change everything, no, in my I, opinion. I think James Harden's staying with that, that role now. Is that cement now? Is that what's happening? Because I wouldn't say it's over? cement. Um, I actually watched an interview today with John Wall. It was his first interview in Houston because big John Wall guy. Uh, always going to support him, you know, best of luck to him in Houston. And he said in the interview that he'd spoke to James Harden many times throughout the process of this trade being worked out and that him and James were excited to play together and that James will definitely be back. Obviously, you, can, you can't take anything 100% because we all know how that goes. It's, it's not about what they say in the moment. That doesn't really matter. It's, yeah. the, the, plan is, the plan is in motion and players aren't going to reveal that. So... But yeah, it's it'll be. I think he he has a, he's probably gonna stay. I think, but um, I don't think it's a guarantee. You know, I also watched a video today where he was. Uh, players were supposed to report back by a certain date. It was like November 29th, November 30th, to get COVID testing and essentially to social distance and quarantine themselves before the season because there's no bubble. It's gonna be somewhat of a yeah. challenge to keep players healthy here. They're trying to yeah. avoid this. Um, and James Harden was in Atlanta partying with a uh, little baby on his birthday. Oh, like on I saw that in a club, January second right? or January third. Oh, no, December second yeah. or December third. So people are saying that you know that because of that, that maybe the team is not in great terms with the team. Maybe there is something in the works where he's not going to return to uh, to play in Houston. But the John Wall interview I saw contradicted that, so it's really unknown. But I yeah, it's all it's all up in the air. I, I would agree. I think just because they picked up John Wall, I think that's a that might be a good dynamic, John Wall, James Harden. Um, and it might have been what they were planning all along. Maybe James Harden doesn't want to be there, though. Maybe that's the issue. That's why, like, everybody else wants him there, but maybe James Harden's like, I don't know how I feel. Time to time to give Houston a break. We'll yeah, see. <laughs> I can't see him going to Brooklyn, man. Yeah, I don't no. know about Brooklyn. I don't think Brooklyn's the right spot. I said that from the start. Like, yeah, yeah, that's um, damn sure. Y'all didn't link up with him though when he was in Atlanta. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know why I didn't yeah. my phone. Yeah, like, I told that man to holler at me when he some, was around the way. Dude, I had a couple big of calls from Houston, anyways. <sighs> man, that was probably him. <laughs> damn, dude, I'm All sleeping. Right. <laughs> All right, um, I think so. For my point guard. I'm thinking Jamal Murray, and that's for obvious obvious reasons. His playoff run, I uh, and that uh, I had him for the past two years, and he's super solid. But I think that he has evolved after the bubble into an insane player, an insatiable superstar. I think that him and Jokic are going to take that team in the next, well, I would say, three years to at least a final, and you know, a finals appearance in the next three years, hundred percent. I think. I agree. Um, yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. go ahead. All right. I could agree with that statement about Denver. Um, not so sure about Jamal Murray. We'll just have to wait and see. I think he was just playing good because there was no pressure. But because uh, a lot of players flourished in the bubble, and Jamal Murray is a very but solid was... point guard and a good fantasy pick. I'm not. But for my point guard, did I already say it? No. My point guard, I'd have to take somebody like uh, Damian Lillard. I said it before. He, he just plays a lot of games and he plays great. So. When you get somebody like him, you know you're going to get a full, a good full season. Uh, yeah. So. That's facts. That's, that's all about. facts. But I already, so I already unleashed I like my that. point guard, Kyrie Irving. I mean, it's, it's an obvious statement <laughs> right here. Um, yeah, if you guys can't see, but I think a sleeper though, going back to the Nuggets, 
Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. He kind of went off in the bubble. We were just talking about how the bubble brings out the best Navs yeah. players. No, and he's, he's, he's going to start. <laughs> with, he's going to start with uh, Jokic and Murray this season. So I mean, yeah. I I think he's going to be a very valid uh, third scoring option on the team. I mean, I think he might. I think he's get, he's definitely going to get the minutes. We know that. Um, is he going to play to his full potential though? That's I mean, that's what, just what we have to wait and see. But I think a sleeper for sure. I think he's going to be lower on the picks and i think that's definitely something uh people should look out for watch out for him if he's available you know when the time is oh, right yeah. snag him up i feel it on a sleeper okay i can see that shooting guard for me because i got right now i got jamal murray lebron james boogie all right so i'm being realistic i'm not getting up like you know like anthony davis LeBron and Jim Harden and all, yeah. So I'm making a realistic for y'all. Shooting guard, I got Andrew Wiggins. Uh, it's weird. He's a he's a small forward, right? This is small forward, but he plays guard in fantasy too. Pick him up because you want those utility players that can play like three positions because they're solid. But I think, uh, you know, praise up to Clay Thompson. But I think that with Clay Thompson's injury. Andrew Wiggins has time to flourish. You know, he's going to get the touches. He's going to get the uh, um, the ball more. Like, the, he's going to get his number called more. Uh, I think that Steve Kerr is going to really bring out the uh, the potential in uh, Andrew Wiggins that we have not seen for him in Minnesota at all. And, like, you know, he, he went there this season. He played, like, you know, average Andrew Wiggins season, 20 points and, like, you know, five and five. You know, he's decent. But I think he can really flourish, like, this season, playing with a healthy Draymond, healthy Steph Curry, right? Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. That's a good pick. I already know who Garrett's going to pick. Yeah. If, you know, I, I, Bradley. Don't, I don't know if I'm, we're supposed to be picking a realistic five or not, like, that you could actually grab, because I don't think anybody's going to do that, because yeah. you could never I mean, draft with, five all-stars. It'd be too crazy. Um, Nah, with but the with the three man team you can, but with my two person league, I mean, my number my two guard pick, it's got to be my boy Bradley Beal. Um, I won't call him the best shooting guard in the NBA. I think he is, but you got to give the respect to James Harden. But I think this year with Westbrook, his turnovers will be down. His scoring will be about the same. His other, uh, you know, off ball stats might not be uh, as great, but we'll see what happens. I think that. You know, they said the same thing when Westbrook went to Houston. Like, it's James Harden's team. Um, but I hope Westbrook, you know, doesn't chase the stats too hard. I think he really wants to win. I think he's excited to be there. Bradley Beal and him are excited to team up, even though it's not what either of them expected. I don't think. I think it's a cool, it's a cool, uh, it'll be a cool look going forward. And I think Bradley Beal is still going to continue to flourish. So, won't get snubbed with the All Star team again. There's no way. All right. I got one. Zach Levine. Ooh, I like Zach Levine. I like Zach Levine pick. a lot. He's gonna get time. Yeah. He's gonna get a lot of ball touches on the on the Bulls this season, and he's gonna. I, I think he's gonna play really well. I think he's gonna work well with that environment. I mean, I don't think you know the team is gonna do very well, but I think Zach Levine will do well. <laughs> I think he'd be a great pick <laughs> for the. Uh, the Bulls are gonna come up. I see them being good eventually. Not I don't this know if season. the time is now. Not this. But season. eventually. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I haven't really heard of the Bulls even making any moves, honestly. I don't know what they've been up to, really. Uh, but, I, yeah, that's a good pick. I think Zach Levine's a really good player. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a great baller. I mean, he, he hits crazy shots and is athletically very, very gifted. But yeah. Yeah, it's a good pick. He's a little turnover see, heavy. Yeah, he definitely is. A lot we of can see, you know, uh, young guards are always turnover heavy. So. If we can see Colby White uh, start being a little bit more consistent, then I think, think that's going to be fucking playing. Colby White, I had him on my fantasy team last year, actually. He was on and off, very on and off. He was either 30-point game, 27-point game, or six-point game. A lot of missed shots. So if he can maybe collect his shot a little bit, I mean, he could be dangerous. He could be, could be someone to look out for. Yeah, it's something you don't really think about much going into the next season is, like, uh, rookies who didn't have a great year having a good second year. Players like Devontae Graham. You that. know, it, it's always something that can't happen. There's They develop their game working with NBA-level trainers and, and or, like, just develop the confidence on the second year and really get there. So, yeah, it's especially interesting to look out for. I think he's got all the skill. And I think, yeah, young players or rookies often have bad shooting percentages. They – they haven't really found the NBA way yet, and it doesn't take that much. I mean, absolutely, it, we'll see a lot of breakout, uh, breakout players having breakout years in some season. I think as we go, I, I find it really hard to um, look at some of these like like less experienced rookies. I should say, like the the ones who who didn't play as well, like just straight off their rookie season, especially when we have people like Trey Young, Luka Doncic, like taking up all the limelight. Like just playing so phenomenally well right off their first season, it's like how can you? And they're you, trending too. Yeah, and they're trending. Like you can't. It's it's hard to focus on those other kids, um, but they have a lot of potential. They all do. So I mean, really I mean the NBA is got. Yeah, you go ahead. Oh no, the NBA is super super talented. I was just trying to say, is that like yeah, with like the future is looking so bright, and with the new upcoming rookies that we have this year. It's going to be so interesting how the league is going to plan out. Because I think that anybody can make it up top and, like, win the finals this year. I'm saying this is a very interesting season. Very exciting. What do you all think? So, best pick out of this season's rookie draft? Mm, best pick. Best pick out of the, the draft. This It's early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really to say. We haven't seen gotta, anybody on the court. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd have to say my Will and Mello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to see him win. I, I agree with you there. I do. I, mean, I would I'm like excited. to see him win. I think, I think he's a bit for Charlotte. Yeah. I think that he's a you know ball handler, ball like, play creator, in addition to Gordon Hayward, the development of Miles Bridge, uh, P.J. Washington, you know, Bismack Biombo, Cody Zeller. Um, a lot of boys that can really like get there and play. So I think that it's gonna be very exciting in Charlotte, as well as places such as like Memphis, Atlanta, uh, with the young stars Dallas, the new core with uh, what is it? The oh, shoot, sorry, but you know Miami is gonna be really good this year too. Let's not count them out. The Knicks might be good this year. You never know. So it's gonna be exciting. I was thinking Anthony Edwards as well. 
Yeah, that's that's who I've got for sure. And he's gonna, I think, I think he's number one out of the out. out of the class. The hype is real. It's gonna, yeah, it'll be it'll be great to watch. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, yeah. So I'm super excited, super super excited for the NBA to start. Preseason gonna start in what like a couple of weeks. So we're definitely gonna get, you know, you can see some fresh basketball. So I'm very excited. Um, but let's, you know, hop off basketball. And I want to talk about some. Did y'all see Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather? Can do an exhibition <laughs> match? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, what Logan is all Paul that about, gonna get, dude? Logan Paul's going to get his ass beat. I think Floyd Mayweather is coming to get Nate Robinson's dad. That's what I was thinking, right? Floyd Mayweather right? came to Nate <laughs> Robinson's room with a, with a cup of coffee and woke him up, and he was like, Nate. I'm going to take care of this kid for you. Because Logan, that was just disrespectful. Logan Paul, hella disrespectful. Knock my boy Nate out like that. Like, you, mean, you can't fight. Nate was looking like a bitch. Nate, Nate Sorry, was Nate. not prepared for that. <laughs> Nate was not dude. prepared. And anybody could have told you, I think, that Nate Paul – or Nate Paul <laughs> – Nate Robinson would have gotten uh, beat by Logan Paul because Logan Paul has legitimately trained uh, – for fighting over the past few years. So, I mean, I think it was pretty evident that, that Nate Robinson was up against the odds in that fight. Even though Logan Paul is just a YouTuber, it's like, I mean, he, he actually yeah. trains for this. Nate Robinson was just oozing confidence, you know, just oozing too much confidence. No, he I, thought I, that he, he really thought he had a chance. I mean, he was not talking that I, a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all know he's fighting his brother, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Logan Paul was that. Logan Paul has not fought one boxing match. Yeah, he has not won fought one boxing match yet. So I think no wins, no fights at all. Undefeated. I think Floyd Mayweather is going to beat the fuck out of him. But I can really see him this yeah. being like a WWE Raw scene where like Jake Paul comes out of nowhere with a metal chair and just slams Floyd in the back. Wait, wait, wait. Wrestling. This might be like super stupid, but. There's two of them, Jake and Logan. <laughs> yeah, there's two. There's two. I thought they were the same guy. I'm not even joking. Like this entire nah, time. Yeah. All right. Same dude. So, yeah. So so the, the <laughs> brother do every day. So who fought Nate Robinson? Jake. Paul. Jake Paul. That was Jake Paul, and Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Okay. So that's and he has no fighting experience. Like he hasn't been in the well, ring yet. He hasn't he's been training. Like I'm pretty sure. But he has not had a boxing match yet. So. And he's going to go up against Ford Mayweather for his, his rookie debut. Pretty much. Well, I mean, it's an exhibition match. Anything can happen. I don't know. Um, it's not like Floyd Mayweather fights Floyd's super too, offensively. He, he is old. He's aging. He doesn't yeah. really have fights anymore. It's a, this is an exhibition, obviously. Age doesn't even um, matter. But he knows how to fight, too. Yeah, he knows how to fight, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that he's going to whoop his ass. I'm, it'll probably just be boring, and then Floyd will win on the technicality that he always does, and that'll be that. I don't see, like, Floyd knocking him out or anything. Floyd only has how many knockouts in his undefeated career. He is though. But um, I think Logan will be, like, aggressive with it, though. I think he's going to be aggressive. I think he's so. going to get knocked out, my personal opinion. I think he's going to get laid out. I think there's some uh, there's some tension between the YouTubers and the professional athletes right now after the, the whole Nate Robinson <laughs> ordeal. I can feel it. 
Like I feel the tension. It's there. You Floyd see is, tension? Floyd is back in the boys. Yeah. No, I think it's a. Uh, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I, I mean, Jake be calling out people. So I, I yeah. feel like if like Jake and like Conor McGregor fought, that shit would be so funny. Conor would kill him, dude. Kill that yeah. man. I think, yeah. in my opinion, dead. No, no question. Next, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Damn. Connor is a, a fucking animal. The Paul brothers are going crazy. It seems like they're trying any, to buy everybody. Any publicity is good publicity. They've managed to keep themselves relevant all this time, even after, you know, Logan Paul kind of fell off. Like, it was <laughs> five years ago now, I guess. But, like, whatever. That whole, like, uh, suicide, suicide force. Yeah. But, I mean, in the same, like, that's this whole, the same thing. Like, he got so much publicity from that. He probably got bigger you know created a bigger brand like that man those boys are loaded out there living in no, facts uh, yeah, crazy what youtube they are cocky they're very crazy. cocky i think that's what that's what the fans love though they love to see yeah, that confidence sure. and they i mean they they eat off of it they can they can enjoy it just as much as the the paul brothers probably do so <laughs> for sure and dude it's cloud chasing season Cloud chasing era, the decade of cloud era, chasing. Yeah, no, the new generation of cloud chasers. That's facts. That's right. Everybody that's like 2000, y'all bitches. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from that, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, they uh, just federally, or they're trying to federally decriminalize marijuana. So all our, our 420 people out I, there. I did see that. I did see that. It still has to that. still has to but, pass through the Senate though. Um, the House of Representatives passed it, and it's still it's waiting to go through the Senate right now. But I mean, it's a step. You know, yeah, people are starting to open. The fact their that eyes. it's the fact that it's even being considered on a federal level is huge. You know, that's that's huge. It's came so long. The movements came so long in the last five years. It's, it's crazy. I think it'd be a positive. I think, like, you know, with it being decriminalized, people are going to start lining up on it, honestly, and then eventually, you know, it would uh, just be, like, a thing where weed's legal. Or, like, not legal, but, like, uh, you know, not frowned upon no more. I mean, we have the NBA. They're going to stop testing this season uh, for marijuana. So, you know, uh, J.R. Smith, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Jared Smith's <laughs> gonna think the game they were winning. I love Brandon Ingram. <laughs> oh, Brandon Ingram for sure, bro. Y'all think um, Kelly Oubre? My boy Kelly Oubre definitely be token. I know John Wall be token, bro. Watch the Kelly Oubre interview today. Oh, John Wall definitely be smoking. John Wall be smoking. Yeah. Oh, I think I think Jimmy be smoking for sure. With Bam, Kevin Durant, Tyler Hero, smokes, bro. That's for damn sure. Kevin Durant is like a stoner. Tyler Hero. Kyrie is on like Tyler some other kind of drugs, bro. Kyrie, Kyrie. Kyrie doesn't. Kyrie's a flat earther. He doesn't even know what marijuana is. He's on like is. the perk, bro. He's not. He's on the <laughs> Kyrie off the perk. Tony <laughs> <laughs> oh, got into it. He's so yeah, man. That's why he's so wavy on the court, bro. He's just faded every game. It's not. It's it's not a lie. Like this is insider information right here. Y'all are getting. Oh, Ty Lawson come back. Ty Lawson can, can come back now. <laughs> come back from China. Boy, yeah, no. Anyway. Nah, Cra- it's old, crazy though. Crazy. So I mean, it's coming. Uh, I mean, D-Lo. Oregon. <laughs> you say who? D-Lo. 
D-Lo be token. Definitely in San Fran now. No, no, he's in Minnesota now. Maybe token in Minnesota. Minnesota. He's in like, no, what else? Oregon. What Oregon's else is like, there to do in Portland's Minnesota? What's up? I'm just playing. I said, what else is there to do in Minnesota? But I've actually never been to Minnesota. You probably like roll in the snow, play with some cows. Yeah, it's just mad cold. That's all I know. Like, yeah. It's like negative up there and shit. They're probably like a couple malls. Thanks, they have the Mall of America, like the the greatest. Oh mall, yeah, like, with, like, a roller coaster. Oh yeah. Live, probably what they do every day. Get high and go to the mall. <laughs> we'll all be doing pretty soon. Yes. Unless so you're an organ, you're gonna be sleeping on the street in an abandoned shelter, losing your teeth. Yeah. Right. Y'all, y'all heard of it? Wait, is it Oregon? Was it Oregon that decriminalized or just made it a fine for like hard? They made it a fine for like hard drugs and shit. Yeah, they did. That's yeah, wild, though. But it's same it's in DC. Smart. Yeah, in DC. Well, sense. not every drug in Oregon. I think like every, like cocaine and shit is like legal or like decriminalized. Decriminalized. But in in DC, they made like shrooms and acid and stuff. So like people are there's already like shroom bars they're selling on the street and stuff like bars and stuff. Like I saw DC like, is day wild. After yeah, DC went, is a weird. DC is, a weird is like place. they be making moves, but in like very discreet ways. Because I went it's there. Not a state yet. Eventually, soon here we'll see DC become a state, and like everything won't be so weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that they have no like representation in, you know, politics. But that's you know a whole other conversation. Yep, 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 yep. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. All right, any more news, boys? Seeing- I think I'm fresh out. Damn. Well, yeah, dude. Hey, I'm Dino Juan. And I'm Gary Casella. Andrew Meeks. Hey, man, this is the Meanders Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we do this show every single Sunday. Well, I mean, today is Monday, but we do every single Sunday. All right. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram. All right. It's the official Meander and the official Meander. Pretty easy. So... Yeah. Can't forget Follow it. Follow us. Yeah, we post content. We do all that cool shit. And yeah, we'll see y'all next week, right? All right. All right. Take it easy, y'all. Have Thanks a good for one. watching. Sign it.